My name is Kit. My name's Madison. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, continuing our coverage of Lost Season 1, this time, Episode 13, Hearts and Minds. Now let's get through the bullshit as quickly as possible, because I got to talk about this. <laughs> you can email the show at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. If you want to support the show, we would be so, so grateful if you have the ability to do that. You can go to patreon.com slash streaming things that gives you access to all kinds of bonus after hours episodes. Ooh, we just did to one. vote on. We did a holiday one. We, we talked a lot about bottoms and tops and Godzilla. Yeah. Instead of holidays, as you do, that's how the after hours episodes go. So you can hear those, but also extra movie reviews and breakdowns that people vote on uh, and access to our our discord family. You can also go to streamingthingspod.com. Follow us on Twitter. Sure. uh, Instagram, all that stuff. (laughs) We love you. Okay. Bullshit aside. Holy shit. This episode. Hearts. This shit was crazy. Minds. We're going to talk about our overall thoughts. If you, you know, Madison and I have never seen the show before. Steve has. (laughs) We've got a few skits in the games at the end. There's sister fucking in this. I love how smutty and low the show just got. I knew Ian Summerhalter was there for a reason and it just hadn't gotten to it yet. How many jokes did I make about how kind of weird with her he was? Literally. So many. And I'm over here like, I can't wait to hearts and minds. So we were spot on. It yeah. wasn't like we were being weird. I know. Well, didn't we discuss like, oh, maybe they were kind of written to be a couple at first, but then they like I thought switched it was a it. thing or it was a couple and they changed it they to brother and it. sister. And I yeah. was like, oh, that's like why they left the like, subtext in. Yeah. They're like no, two young, beautiful her. looking. Women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Is this the start of like the stepsister craze in the adult industry? Maybe. That's Lost. Wild. Possibly. Interesting. We can we can all thank Carlton Cuse for this. Wow. Wow. I, and I love that the entire episode is just about Locke trying to therapize him to stop fucking his sister. He's like, you got to let it go, man. We got to. <laughs> we need he to find out what's right in this hatch. You can't be banging your sister anymore. OK, we got important <laughs> things to do and you are obsessed with it. I get it, man. I can see it. <laughs> I know everyone else on this island might be an, an idiot, but mm-hmm. I can see what you're doing to her a mile away. Just like you can't look at her and play creepy music. As you stare at her from across the beach. Yeah. And that's not a good sign. I was picking those vibes up last episode and I, and I'm glad they went there because that makes so much more sense. It would be campy yeah. and dumb if he didn't bang her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it makes sense. Wow. <laughs> so I remember my mouth was just like dry. Like I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Especially when was it? With me. Was it Brian that said that he was in love with her? Or no, it was Shannon. It was Shannon. She was walks Shannon. in drunk and she's like, look, I know you want this. And he's like, stop. I don't. But I do. You cannot have this. You cannot have this. <laughs> and then he has this. <laughs> You'll never get this. He'll never get this. One day he break out of cage and he get this. And he get this. Oh so my, my notes goodness. on that moment are ha 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 ha. They fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. And then I put Boone is distraught, LOL. I I was so happy when this episode came up because I knew this was going to happen. I knew this episode was happening because it's kind of an infamous episode. Yeah, of course. And I knew that you guys would lose your shit over it. So as soon as I hit play and it like focuses on Boone staring at Shannon, I'm like, this is fucking it. Yes, (laughs) we're here. (laughs) I want to make a video on TikTok about this, actually. You should. This is like, this is fodder. Mm-hmm. This is wild shit. It's yeah. crazy. The hatch and then 
his sister's hatch in the same episode. Madison, <laughs> what are your overall thoughts I mean, on episode 13, I the think, lucky number? I think we've kind of gone over at least the big part of it. I mean, I the, the big twist of, of them fucking and it's just crazy to me. We find out that they're not even related. They are step siblings. So sure. that, that was nice. Um, but... I, I had a really good time with this episode. I was I was engaged from front to end. Ooh. Um, Soup to nuts. <laughs> Soup to nuts. Aside from you know the the step sibling uh, affair, I thought it was uh, cool to see you know Boone tied up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Well, and they although me, it did end up becoming a imaginary sequence. I did like that there was the monster element brought back. That was fun. Had a little bit of action in there, and then um, still getting to see some characters together that we hadn't before, like Hurley and Jin, uh, Kate and Son. So that that was really cool to see. But yeah, I had a really good time with this episode, and I'm excited to dive more into it. So yeah, Steve, what about you? Revisiting episode thirteen, of course. I was so happy to revisit this episode because, again, it's it's an infamous one. I think a lot of people sort of because I remember at the time this this Where episode, is this ranked. Is this like people well, like this or is it just like, oh, well, I remember at the time this was like a, a mixed and negatively reviewed episode. Uh-huh. And I think it's because people just weren't ready for sister fucking. <laughs> but now the, <laughs> it was such a, uh, a uh, what was that? a quaint. It was a much more quaint time. And now people are like, yeah, bring nobody us. knows what it means. It's provocative. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I think it challenged the status quo of what a relationship was. Yeah. Forbidden. Yeah. Like Taboo. this land of babes. It could be <laughs> your sister, babe. It could be your mommy, babe. Okay, oh. Travis. <laughs> um, Tuning into your Travis from Yellow Jackets. Yeah. You know, I, we did the wrapped episode and I missed that character. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing him back. Bringing him back. Cross streaming. But, you know, I think the, the whole... I really like Ian Summerholder, specifically his performance in this. And I think Lost gets very art house cinema in this episode because of the the, the taboo topic of, you know, yeah, pseudo incest, even though they're, they're not actually blood relatives. Uh, but just that scene. We're of, not here to debate the morality of that. No, not at all. But, but I mean, like, Brady Bunch did it first. Siblings. Yeah, Brady Bunch <laughs> did do it first. I'm going to uh, soundbite that. Just fuck him. <laughs> Uh, Life's short. We're in Kentucky. It's fine. But just the scene where it cuts from them like kissing and then that like he's out of focus, Mm. but like in red and like a dark room. Like that's like the most artsy shot ever committed to like a primetime national televised TV show at this point in time. And but not only do you get that sort of like elevated, squirmy sort of narrative, you also get a lot of fun stuff going on with Hurley and Jen. Kate finally picks up that uh, son knows English, which is just Fucking a great finally. moment. Right. That was bugging me so much. Uh, and then the, the only sort of like nitpick I have with this episode really is just like the 180 that Jack Jack's disposition is in this episode. Like last episode, I was like, oh, Kate, why are you being such a butt munch? And, and then, then Kate just like let him process it. And instead of being angry that he treated her like complete shit, right. she's just like, hey. Hey, check out my seeds. <laughs> and he's all flirty and like, don't he remember that seeds. thing I told you yesterday. <laughs> he said, plant my seeds. Mm. Mm-hmm. Peg me. That's <laughs> what he means. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's his Jack impersonation for, for new initiates. 
<laughs> well, that scene where she's like, I can see you. She didn't actually see him. She heard him just in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I know you're back there. I can hear you hyperventilating. I wasn't spying. I was just waiting over here to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, overall, I like this episode a lot. I loved it. This might be my favorite. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know this was trashy. <clears throat> this is my shit. I didn't know it was going full Riverdale. I'm in. Oh, okay. Full Riverdale. I'm Interesting. in. I'm fucking right. in now. Like, <laughs> just like Boone. I, um, yeah. The only way it could have been better is if he also fucked Locke in this episode. That would have made it better. Hey, you know, we have to stretch out a whole season, okay? If Locke had looked at, at, at Boone and said, I do know a way to get into that hatch. You know what I'm saying? Meaning his butthole, Steve. <laughs> Or what was the last line of the the series like? Uh, we got follow work. me. He got work. He's like, follow me. I got work to do, and he just kind of stands up and starts and unzips. <laughs> just, like, just whips it out. <laughs> I think Terry O'Quinn is the uh, diamond of this show. Uh, he's, he's just so good. I mean, he's like, very even though I kind of don't like what they're doing, <clears throat> it's a little annoying. Like, we don't know what he's seen. We don't know anything about what's going on, and I can see. Why this would be frustrating if like these questions aren't answered, you know, mm -hmm. I would be furious and probably will be based on everybody else in the world's reaction. Like what the fuck is going on on this island? Right. Like they keep alluding to uh, it's changing. It's altering Shannon's shoe size, Steve, <laughs> from the from the inane to the serious. This island is doing things. And now, you know, Locke, we've already seen his backstory. He actually doesn't have any training or anything to explain his preternatural ability to survive in the wilderness or anything. He's like read some books, mm -hmm. but they're making it seem like he really. Hey, he was a Weebolo. He was in Nam for, right. for 10 years. You know, I mean, have you been a Weebolo? That's basically. I Nam. never have been. I never have been. I've never even heard that term. Before. That's like a 10 year old's Nam. Right? <laughs> but at the same time. I love the character, you know, and yeah. like Charlie says it best, you know, uh, do I trust him? Everybody here, I have complete faith that he's going to save us all, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but at the same time, he's kind of villainous and, mm -hmm. you know, because he's got that uh, he, he's giving Dr. Manhattan like his knowledge of the universe is so high that it just seems like he's evil because he's doing things on a different, he's operating on a different level. Well, you yeah, know? there's that thing he says to Boone early on where Boone's like, why don't we tell everybody about the hatch? He's like, they're not ready yet. Like that's some, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the peons ready aren't ready to know. For what? Like, it seems like to me as a viewer watching this, it's like, Hey guys, we found a door. We don't know where it goes or how to open it. That's something for everybody, you know, cause you, he's you don't just trying to gatekeep. Exactly. Your gate, your hatch keeping. Hatch keeping. Hatch keeping. <laughs> but at the same time, oh, I, I had some thoughts while watching this. I was so grateful to see Jen and Son, some of my favorite characters. Again, it's been so long. And because of the strike, it feels like I haven't seen them in five months, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's a lot of my my problems are biased because we, we paused for so long. Um, but at the same time, I also felt like this episode was kind of juggling too many characters. Mm. You know, I, I was kind of like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, my, oh, Michael found his luggage. That's a mystery. I don't give a fuck. You know, um, it's like but, they, could, they didn't have to throw that in there. Yeah. Little things like that, to, you know, but we'll see. I, I think by the end of it, I was like, ah, it was nice. Fuck it. That was that was cool. And I can't wait to keep going. I say that every week, but let's dive right in. Shall we? Let's do it. So eyeball. It opens with eyeball, as always. We're, always. It's a shtick. I, I appreciate, you know. Boone's still 
comically angry. We don't yet know why. Staring at his sister and, and just, Saeed flirting. I just love those tiny horror movie notes. They underscore the scene with. Yeah. Like he's this rising. So at the beginning, note. I thought because the French woman alluded to the power on the island can actually like make people, change you possess people. Kind yeah. of is the vibe that I got. So I started thinking, oh, no, is Boone like dunzo for the rest of the the show like he's just an evil quantity yeah. now he and he and locker going out to the woods and somehow he got infected yeah i don't know right. that's what i thought and the then hatch is like admitting some womp, evil voodoo womp, fuck your sister womp. <laughs> <laughs> he, he brought her uh saeed brings shannon a present and it's some dead bitch's shoes uggo looking heels and i like that he's when he says it to me, he's like i mean i have no use for them like he's such a bad gift giver right like but at also, least act like it's something precious these shoes oh, oh they're I almost just, my size i i love this scene because stupid sexy saeed you could argue the layman might think oh he's got no game uh-huh. i argue saeed has all the game because he's like hey i got you this shoe I have no use for them. And then when she's like, oh, they're almost my size. The island is, I, I, my feet are bloated or whatever. He goes like, oh, another mystery of the island revealed. Like, <laughs> fuck, Saeed. Oh, my God. I haven't been measuring your feet while you sleep at all. That's no. a surprise to me that these are your size. I'm very Shannon's good like, okay, mechanics. Tarantino. <laughs> exactly. He was full Tarantino. Uh, and Hurley. So this scene is wild to me. He should have just pulled the it's my dick in a box joke. I got you a present. Open it. Oh. <laughs> Another Mr. The Island Revealed. How big is my dick? <laughs> Hurley. That's the next like big pickup line is you ask ask somebody a question, they answer you, and you go, oh, another mystery of the island revealed. I'm, I'm gonna use that. Um, hey, where's the bathroom? <laughs> oh. oh, another mystery of the island revealed. <laughs> Hurley. Goes up to Boone and asks why they haven't brought any boar back. And it, at first it seems like he's being a dick. Uh, like it's kind of needy. Like, you know, why aren't you bringing us more food back? Hey, this isn't a game, man. It came off as like out of character for Hurley. But then it, it turns into this comical plot thread that he's got diarrhea because all he can eat is fruit because there hasn't been any boar and he can't catch fish. <laughs> he needs that protein. So like I get it now. Um, and then it cuts back to the past. It's Boone. Back in they're, they're rich. Uh, he's at a country club with some lady. He gets a call from his sister, Shannon. She can, you can tell she's with her abusive boyfriend in the background and he's like, I'll come get you where you at. And she's in Sydney, Australia. That's where the fuck she is. Dun, like, dun, oh, dang. Dun. Where they make movies better. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> we cut back to the present and Boone tells Saeed to stay away from his sister, man. Stay away. And, and Saeed's so gangster about it. He he's like, is. Oh, really? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? And he's like, I'll, I'll fuck you up. And he goes, oh, well, what if I don't care? You know where to find me. I'll probably be over here fucking your sister. Another, mis- <laughs> another mystery of the island revealed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Locke interrupts. He's like, I found fresh tracks, which, in fact, he didn't. Uh, he's just trying to get Boone away. They need Saeed. Locke tells yeah, him, we lay off. make an enemy of him, all right? Yeah. He's smart and yeah, thrifty. We, might, we need he, him. He's got Riz, all right? For the inevitable island civil war, we need him on our side. He loves to torture people, Boone. Do you yeah. want to be tortured? I don't think you do. I don't think you do. I don't. At this point, I was like, Boone, chill out. Like, I, I obviously didn't know the context of, like, why he was acting the way that he was. But I just was like, let your sister live. Yeah. Let her get. Now we get it. Let her, you know, get some ass or whatever, mm. you know. But now we know whatever. Yeah. Like, if anybody's going to be fucking my sister. It's me. It's me. That's what Boone says. <laughs> I know it's going to be top of Nobody takes that quote from the I saw her first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we were eight. 
We've been living together since we were eight. I don't know when they got married, though. Ew. It might be like a, a Brady Bunch thing, you know, like they were both 18. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up? Sister, I guess. I feel funny. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> yeah, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Uh, so, yeah. And then Locke, Locke says, fuck the boar. Not literally, because I know you are, Boone. What we're doing here with the hatch is far more important. And Boone's like, is it? <laughs> we're just staring at this door, right? He's like, Locke's like, no, this is our priority. And you get, to, you get to see the the hatch and it's all of its glory. Can yeah. I say, like, window. how many days the have... Wall. Two. So, like, in my head, they have not made much progress. Am I wrong? Zero. Yeah, like, they've made zero progress. That's the whole like, point of the Michelangelo story. it, though, like, it's just probably, like, a two-by-two... Two. I feel like they could have, like... That's one of my biggest of problems it. with this episode, too, is like is Locke is very intelligent. Right. And he gives this whole tirade. We'll talk about in a second about Michelangelo and how he's planning his, his strat. Right. I feel like there's some really smart things you could do, which would include telling everyone and then recruiting their help. Yeah. Like Michael, the engineer might have an idea on how to sure. engineer. Something. Dig around the hatch. Yeah. You know, so there's there must be other walls to it. You could try to find. Hatches go places to other hatches. Perhaps you could try to hike around and find the other apertures. Maybe this is just an exit door. Hatches go places. You know what I mean? Like there's smart (laughs) things you could do to like figure out where the hatch goes. Cause like if it's underground, it has other outlets. It just seemed like they've been going out there. Like everybody's making this, this idea, like they've been going out there several times and I'm like, okay, so you just went two feet by two feet and you stopped digging. Like in my head, I'm just like, I'm with you. Come on, guys. Like, how are we going to get in? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe from the side. Right. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. It was just very in my notes. I was like, doesn't seem like they've made a lot of progress. For all they know, it could just be a septic tank, you know, Ooh. just full of shit. <laughs> that would be great. Like, this is important. And they open up. Oh, it's just shit in here. <laughs> the French woman walks up like, why are you playing with the poo box? <laughs> is that just where we put the poo? <laughs> The poo poo. We never make a poo and put it in the poo box. That is where we have to proceed. Excuse me. Have you guys, I've been trying to wait for you to leave for days. I got a shit. What are you doing? Why are you guys staring at my poo box? (laughs) You're weird. I would very much like to take a poo. (laughs) You look like a sister fucker. Um, (laughs) We should get along then. (laughs) So Hurley. Uh, goes to Jack for confidential medical advice. He says he has uh, some stomach issues. He's got the runs. And he thinks Jen has it in for him for turning down the sea urchin. Uh, he's been eating nothing but fruit. Jack thinks it's hilarious uh, that Hurley is having a miserable time. <laughs> I do love how the whole this whole conversation, Hurley's like picking leaves. And finally, Jack's like, you're not eating those, are you? And Hurley's like, these aren't for eating. <laughs> for wiping. They're for wiping. Uh, and then Jack's spying on Kate gathering seeds, being a real creep. Uh, she knows he's there. She's, How'd you know? She's got passion fruit seeds. <laughs> and this is where we find out that Sun and she are making a garden. And uh, Kate says Locke isn't catching the boar for them because he's hoarding it. She suggests that maybe he's being a selfish man, right? Mm-hmm. She's Because she, as someone who's always shady, projects that onto other people. Mm-hmm. In this case, pretty accurately, though. Yeah. Locke's being weird. Uh, Locke and Boone are trying to get into the hatch. Like this episode kind of plays that like it's a reveal, but it's definitely not. I they, do think it's adorable that at one point Locke's like, what are you making in that bowl? It's a melon. Oh, you mean Boone says that about <laughs> yeah. Locke? Yeah. Yeah. Locke's got his little, oh, uh, he's like making Mortar a concoction. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah in, his, in his melon. But I do love how Boone like is just playing into the fantasy. Like what's in the bowl, sir? Well, he's <laughs> turned the melon thing husk into a bowl. 
Yeah. You know? What's in a bowl? Bowl's in the eyes of the beholder. What's in that melon? <laughs> melon. What's I in that melon in Melon. You're my melon. Aw. And then <laughs> they can't get into the hatch. They've just been staring at it. He tells the whole story about, you know, Michelangelo looking at the, the hunk of marble for four months. And three years later, it was the statue of David. Mm-hmm. Dick and yeah, balls and everything. Yeah, the, Crazy. The, the prince or whatever would be like, what are you doing in here, Michelangelo? And he'd working. be like, I am working. But in whatever Italian script that Locke I like how they didn't even translate the Italian. It just said speaking Italian. <laughs> and that's what I mean about Locke's mystery. Like, we've seen his backstory. Nothing would indicate that he's fluent in Italian or as good at everything as he is. But I, I kind of love it. You know, he just, as soon as he had legs, he just blossomed into oh, a warrior. Man, we're going to learn more and more about Locke's story as the show continues. I cannot wait. I need more Locke. I need a spinoff called Lock and Key. <laughs> oh, if that's what that show is about, I would have watched it. You know, but I would have watched it. Lock and Kate. <laughs> Ooh, oh. now we're talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we cut back to the past. He arrives in Australia <laughs> to get Shannon from Brian. And I don't know why you were saying Lock and Key, and in my mind, I'm like, what would the gin and juice spinoff be? But it like gin. Oh, oh. like who's juice? <laughs> hmm. Hurley. 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 <laughs> For sure. Um, pee on my foot, dude. <laughs> Constipated Hurley. Mm-hmm. And it comes to, uh, he comes to get Shannon from Brian and she tells him it's like, she's fine. And she's signaling him with the bruises on her face. Like it's giving, I can't tell you in front of him or he'll beat mm-hmm. us both right now. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. That dude's scary big. Like At that this- guy's got a, a jaw. Line. And he's Australian. He's Australian. He's we got a jawline. That- he, he lives in a land where everything can kill you. Yeah. You don't want to fight that guy. Definitely not. Again, at this point, I was like theorizing, oh, what is like, because I, I was projecting, oh, we're seeing how they, how Shannon and Boone got on the plane and like, because they're both Americans. Correct. So I was like, they're whatever. And I was like, oh, did they murder this guy? That's what I did thought Boone, too. I was with you. Did Boone like kill this guy? Cause he was like abusing his sister yeah. and like they're fleeing Australia to like get away from, you know, being murdered. And I love how this episode is like, you're being weird audience. He's just hyper protective of his sister yeah. because she's been abused so often. Right. And it was making or, almost convincing me. It was selling me on that. Like, Oh, I thought they were fucking, I'm weird. It's like, <laughs> and then it's like boom, they were fucking, <laughs> It's like, oh, she's the damsel in distress, always having bad taste in men that abuse her. But no, she's uh, a hustler. A hustler yeah. with her stepbrother. She's yeah. doing a sawyer on her on own her brother. Stepmother. My brother wants this ass so bad. He'll fly over here and give me money. Watch this. <laughs> Watch me do I'll the Bruce reveal thing with my hair. Uh, hey, just uh. just punch me in the face and I'll give you half $50,000. How about that? Yeah. She does that anyway. That was just like sex stuff. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, what's this? What's this? <laughs> Hurley asks Jen to to show him where he gets the fish, right? Uh, and he's like convinced that Jen fucking hates him. And he speaks to him in Korean. And he's like, you just said something mean, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because Jen basically is like shooshing him away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Boone says they need to tell them. It cuts back to them, meaning the rest of the people. I, I agree with him. Locke says they're not ready. And then Boone says that at least tell my sister, right? She's smart and special in a lot of ways. She's got great. And he's like, what? (laughs) Nothing. Um, Legs that go on for days. (laughs) They go all the the way up. The golden hair of an angel. He goes full Joe Dirt. And Locke can tell. And this is when Locke's like, oh, my God, dude. Yeah, because he says, like, I can't can't keep lying to her, Locke. And he's like, do you feel bad for lying to your sister? Or do you feel bad for the way she makes you feel? For lying to you mm-hmm. or for lying mm. to her. Is it weird that you guys are having sex? Is that what you're guilty about? That's what Locke's <laughs> therapizing him, right? And Locke makes damn sure 
and then knocks him out when he turns around. Like, okay, then you want to do this? Let's do this. Yeah, he hits him with the butt of his knife right there in the back of the neck. Classic TV knockout move. Paralyze him. <laughs> I mean, it always just knocks people out in the movies. Yeah, uh, I like to imagine trying that in real life, and then just going, "Ow, <laughs> what the, the fuck, fuck dude?" Yeah. That's what would happen. And then he's got him tied up, and he's like, "It's what's best for you." And then he puts the goop, yeah. the melon goop on his head and walks away. It's time. It's time for you to let go of some things, Boone. Mm-hmm. The island's going to show you some stuff. Yep. I got some melon jelly for that head. And I think you're going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut back to the past and the Australian police won't help Boone. Um, you know, he says, oh, it's a cycle with her. She always picks up shitty guys. Right. Uh, was that fucking Sawyer getting arrested? Yes. Yeah. That was Sawyer getting arrested. I love what Crocodile Sawyer said. hunter, motherfucker. It was, <laughs> it was his bottle. I just gave it back to him. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. That's the first time we've seen someone else In someone intersect else's... with the dream. Yeah, like a flashback. Or the flashback. Yeah, I love it. Uh, wasn't uh, Jen in the background of Jack's episode where like Jack was trying to get his oh, dad oh, at the airport. At the That's airport. like less impressive. That's true. This is the, out of the airport yeah. outside of that. They're all, obviously, tissue. we knew they were all on the plane. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, we find out this is where that we really kind of find out that Rutherford is Shannon's last name. His last name's Carlisle. She's his stepsister. I know my notes are she's his stepsister. Oh, no. <laughs> Did it hit all of you at this point? Or I guess specifically uh, you? Like, yes and no. I was still kind of like. I was still holding on to that like innocent pureness, like, oh, he just really likes it, like wants to protect her. Yeah, I like this is where I metaphorically leaned in. <laughs> oh, stepsister. Oh, no. It goes you, back to the, the, she gets the stuck finger. in. Yeah, I was like, Ooh. she gonna get stuck in the dryer? Is oh, this my what? God. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, have you seen those videos where it's like yes. stepbrother? <laughs> it's like Just the kidding. stepsister always trying to seduce the stepbrother, and the stepbrother's like, Megan, what do you want? Yeah, the comedy Step ones. Stepbrother. Yeah, he's like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. It's but hilarious. this is like the worst cop ever because oh, yeah. he's just like, sorry, mate, we can't do anything. We're, we're, we're just the police, not the dating police. Well, I like, think it's pretty accurate, unfortunately. Well, it know? is, but also I love how Boone tries to flex his mother's wedding business. Yeah. Maybe you've heard of her. She and the, the guy's like, are you going to pay for my wife's yeah, wedding what dress? The, what the fuck are you on about, mate? Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, the reason this cop is, just gives me real piece of shit vibe is he's having this conversation with Boone who's trying to get his sister protected and like almost when the conversation's over, the police officer's like, listen, buddy, we'll make sure that your sister, uh, <laughs> just like scanning his notes. He can't even remember this woman's name. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, and oh, he could at least be sympathetic. Shit. Like, I understand what you're saying. There's just not enough. Legally, I can't do anything unless I have yeah. more to go on. He could be more sympathetic about it. Right. Right. Um, so then we cut to him. Going to Brian, going up to Brian, who like works on a fucking dock or something. Brian. 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 Give me my money, Brian. Brian. Cool whip. <laughs> cool whip. Cool he whip. tells Brian to break up with his sister for $25,000. And his, Brian's like, no, I love her too much. It's going to take at least 50. <laughs> right. How much is your love for Shannon worth? 50,000? Yeah. And we cut back to the present. Kate. Full on lying. Oh, we find out. Sorry. This is he's the third dude that he's done this. Yeah. He spent like 100 grand at least. Yeah. Getting his sister. Where he just pays these guys off to stop dating Shannon. He wants her all to himself. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut back to the present. Kate is lying to son. Right. Like none of what she said was accurate. Yeah. Oh, I love to travel. I'm going to go to I was on my way to Bali. So full on lying to son. 
And then in that moment, she realizes son speaks English. Like she can just tell that son understands. Finally. Finally. Well, cause she says something kind of funny and, and son smirks at it. Yeah. It's like, wait, you know what I just said? Holy shit. I've said all kinds of weird shit to you. <laughs> I told oh. you I've had these underwear on for six days just to tell somebody because my conscience was, was heavy. I don't think you could understand. I flip them front to back every other day. I'm not that weird. I told you that I mouth kiss Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> for the inhaler, he didn't have. And we, t- we underwater tickle fight it. I told you so much stuff. <laughs> yeah, and poor son's like, oh, it's shit. Tickle fought, by the way. I know. And son's like, just don't tell my husband I speak English. I don't care what Please. you've done, what you've told me. So that it, the scene ends with her realizing she speaks English. Uh, Cause up to this point, only Michael knows, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to Hurley fishing with Jen uh, and he steps on a sea urchin right after he gives up. Just pee on it, man. Just do it. Pee on my foot. And we're all getting the same vibe that Jen also sp- secretly speaks English. Is this right? No, there's a really fun moment. I love how they pair this back to back with one another because uh, son reacts directly to what Kate's telling her by like smiling and giving it away. And Hurley's talking to Jen and Jen's looking at him just like, I don't know what you're saying. Like, he, he mm-hmm. like I love the acting there because Jen well, really kind he, of plays it. He, he, he does not know. He begs saying. him to pee on it multiple times. And eventually Jen goes, no. Well, it's because Hurley points at his crotch. Really? Yeah. Hurley's, Hurley's like. Wiener. Like, wien- points at his crotch and then points at his foot. I wouldn't understand. And, and if Jen's somebody like, was like. No. If somebody was no. like in, in Icelandic. <laughs> trying to get me to pee on them. Jürgen Flergen. From Jürgen Flergen. <laughs> from Hurley's miming, I would not have gotten that, you know? Dick foot? Really? I don't know. Okay, well. Foot job? What? How's that going to help? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> what if he just well, started? Well, I feel like regardless. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I feel like Jin, regardless, after the, the pointing at the crotch, was just like, nope. Yeah, no, whatever you're saying, No. no. But no. Hurley says, do you speak on this? We all think you do. You know, I don't know. Your I wife's just, hot. Your I, wife's hot. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was so funny. Um, uh, and we cut do back. you understand infection, <laughs> amputation, gangrene? Is that a real thing, by the way? I know sea urchins are very painful because when we were in Hawaii, my wife knows a lot about the ocean. I think they're a little poisonous. She was like, definitely stay away from those. It's yeah, extremely you, painful. I think if you step on one, like their spikes have venom. something. Yeah. Venom. We don't know what's in them. Anyway, Locke accidentally uh, sneaks up on Saeed. Accidentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I didn't know it's so sneaky. <laughs> Saeed is orienteering? Yeah, he's making a compass with like a water and a cork and a something and a needle. Uh, and then Locke's like, you're cool, man. I need you on my team. When I love the fight this. goes down. Here's a, a real below. compass. We below. We below. I love the small little he character likes moment where he's a weeb. <laughs> Note. I just wanted to tell you, Saeed, I wanted you to notice me, Senpei. <laughs> uh, what do you like? Hunter Hunter or Demon Slayer more? Demon Slayer for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I love the subtle character moment where Saeed like pulls out his knife and he's like, oh. And Locke's got his I, knife I didn't out hear too. You, I didn't hear you coming up. Like, so mm-hmm. Locke is thrifty he's sneaky but also yeah. Locke had his knife out yeah so what do we what are we supposed to make of that i think mm-hmm. Locke just likes having his knife out mm, he was definitely sneaking on purpose to stab but maybe not knowing it was saeed maybe thinking it might be one of the others or something but i mean there's they're both acting mostly Locke, less men less menacing and capable than they really are yeah. right like I'm, Locke's doing the oh i'm just a humble wee below i like the acting too that uh saeed was limping Still, you know, mm-hmm. 
uh, alluding to the injury that he's received recently. Yes. Uh, but then he gives him a compass, a real compass, um, and says he doesn't need it anymore. The fuck does that mean? Because he knows one the of the lost and founds. He has he a built-in compass in his brain. Is that what it is? Or is it because he knows because of the magic Magnetic. of the island that the, the compass doesn't even work? I think it's, yeah, he knows the compass does, doesn't work, but he's he knows where true north should be and mm. everything. Because he's that skilled of a of a huntsman. And, of a regional uh, manager. Yeah. <laughs> the box company taught him all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I can tell when it's going to rain because of my breasts. Saeed, I don't need any of this stuff. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Karen. We Karen cut back Locke. to Boone, who hears Shannon calling for help because Locke told him, you know, when you get the right motivation, you'll cut yourself free. Which just means you'll be able to owie your arm long enough to grab the knife. Yeah. Owie. You'll, you'll stop being a little bitch. Yeah, he's, he's, tied, <laughs> he's, he's tied up in a very interesting way where he's got like his arms on different sides of his body. I get what, what Madison's saying. Like, it's lo- it's giving one of those sex rope things for sure. It is, yeah. Bo- a bondage <laughs> scene. <laughs> What's up? But it's like, he has to like T-Rex arm the knife. I would have loved to them to cut to lock in the bushes watching it like he's yeah. just like popcorn he's, he's getting fingers full of the pace that he made in that bowl like yeah <laughs> tripping get out ball, boy tripping balls <laughs> um, this, this he's in I the went, tree with kate he's in the hatch just watching through the window <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite movie oh uh, gosh and then but she, we hear like yeah, of like, the monster. i'm tied up too yeah and then we, <laughs> i'm tied up <laughs> then we hear the monster. Yeah, the creatures roaring. Were you excited to hear the monster again? I was. I was. Thank God. Um, Ooh. Finally, Ooh. Boone grabs the knife, finds his sister tied to a tree. Stepsister. We have to be very clear about that going forward. They <laughs> they both run and hide in like this little grove. And we think the monster's gone. But then it starts banging on the grove. It's a good little horror scene. Mm-hmm. Very effectively done. And we all thought, aside from Steve, I guess you can kind of remember your first viewing of this episode. Shannon was really there and that the lock had like went and gotten her. Is that what you. So when I initially, cause I have written in my notes, I thought it was a hallucination. Like my initial thought was, Oh, like the shit that lock put on his head is making him imagine really? these things. Yes. And I think part of it was because lock fucking stole Shannon from the camp and mm-hmm. like, I tied her up. At this point, they've sold him as a very capable man. Well, earlier in the scene before, like when I first watched this, I also thought it was a hallucination because Locke establishes, oh, camp's four hours that way if you want to get there. Yeah. And then she, it would take him eight hours to get there. He didn't say four hours. He said four miles. Oh, I thought he said hours. Anyway, but but still, like he also says, like before, like the island will show you what it needs to show, what you need to see. So we've yeah. already set up that the island right. was showing you something. I think there were hints to expressed that it was a hallucination especially when you know you had this kind of like upward angle with the camera of Boone and it was kind of like he looked a little disoriented and then we started to hear the screams of Shannon Mm -hmm. and then the monster so like that's what made me start to believe that it was I thought it was a hallucination until it showed her tied to the tree right that's exactly what I thought and so but it never occurred to me that it was the the head juice Mm. I thought it was the magic of the island because they're island boys the head juice was it the head juice exactly like I don't don't think you can you can say for sure it was I've taken a lot of hallucinogens None of them are as real as what Boone experienced. That's not what well, it's like. It it's just, just like makes sense finger tracers for and stuff. Locke to like, <laughs> he hit him to open the gash and then he put the shit on his head. It just makes sense. Yeah. See, I, I, I think you could take it that Locke's just what he's, what he says is like, you don't want to get an infection out here. I've made a infection paste for your head wound that I gave you. 
and then Boone's just experiencing what the island gave to Locke early on. Correct. Because mm-hmm. Locke didn't make the later the line he says, that's what it showed you or whatever. I don't think he was alluding to the hallucinogen. Yeah. I think he was alluding to the monster and he's just not ready for that yet. So he's saying it was an hallucinogen, right? Yeah. Hmm. That's kind of my. Because he, he doesn't say like, yes, it was an hallucinogen. He just let, he lets Boone say it, but he doesn't correct him yes or no either way. Interesting. I think he does give an affirmative on that, but. I have to rewatch it, but I do think it's kind of a lie or at least uh, not a whole truth. But yeah, he sees Shannon, quote unquote, tied to the to the tree. Um, and then the monster chases them and it's it's assailing them. We cut back to Saeed asking Jack where North North is. He's being coy. Uh, <laughs> what does Kanye's kid have to do with this? <laughs> um, he says the compass is defective. Right. Uh, you know, a little bit of magnetism weirdness can, can explain a few degrees, but not this. Right. This compass is shit. Uh, it's defective. And then it cuts to Shannon uh, asking Boone what he did to Locke. Because what would you do to him? He's all he's awful pissed. Um, he's ripped shit. He tied me up. And we cut to the past. Back he, in time. He comes back to Shannon to get her to pack up. She doesn't want to leave. The Brian comes in. Brian. 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 <laughs> and we realize. What are you doing, Brian? And Boone realizes that she set him up. She always sets him up. And she knows he'll come give him the, give her the money. Back in the present. Locke is just scanning the ocean. He's very mysterious. Jack comes up. Oh, I'm patient, Jack. Don't worry. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he says, oh, they're migrating out of the valley, according to the boar, uh, referring to the boar, um, because we've introduced a new predator to their environment, the most dangerous predator of all humans, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is like, means more than he's saying regarding the boar, I think. Yeah, I think he's being a little metaphorical. I feel like everything Locke says is a little metaphorical. Yeah, he's been awakened. Just, he's woke. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Boone, I don't give a shit that you're you're fucking your stepsister. Mm-mm. That's modern. We're beyond all that. We got to get in that hatch, right? <laughs> Literal. Yeah. The hatch to their feet, just to be clear, Boone. Um, and Jax, you know, they, they, they have a fun interaction. I haven't talked to you in a while. You're a busy man. You are too. Doing all kinds of weird shit. <laughs> it's a good it's a good interaction this is uh, this is so good i always love seeing uh Locke and jack interact because they're you it's know, like the leader and the spiritual leader of the group you know right. yeah it's um, like your dumbledore and your uh lord of the rings gandalf gandalf wow full circle gandalf greater than dumbledore i just want to throw that out there <laughs> so Locke greater than jack yes Locke would fuck Jack up. Jack would be winded immediately. Jack's the bottom. Sorry, I got winded looking for boats. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's the holiday season, the season of gift giving. If you're like me, you've waited until late December to think about it. And now everything that you try to order on a website is not going to arrive until after Christmas. That's the opposite of the holiday spirit. That's stressful. We've got a gift that you can give yourself. You can get a subscription to BetterHelp and give yourself the gift of therapy. If you've never tried therapy before, it's a great way to get into it. You can fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a therapist. And if you don't like them or you're not meshing, it's easy to switch. You can just get another one and it's all online so you don't have to stress about the traffic and the driving and the location and all the logistical things that always help you talk yourself out of giving therapy a try so i think you should do it this holiday season lower the stress a little bit give yourself the gift of mental wellness so in the season of giving give yourself what you need with better help visit betterhelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash streaming things 
ho, ho. Happy holidays and happy streaming, everybody. This month, we want to give a special shout out to all of our patrons who keep the lights on at streaming things, but we especially want to give a special shout out to the super patrons. They are Kaylee Sampson, Stan Valentino, Anthony Corona, Infamous, Brent Stradamus, Sunshine, Huckleberry Cauliflower, Optimus, Mike from New Hampshire, Brett X, Emily Scarano, Little Tickler, Svento7, Jace Gramo, Haley Anderson, AK Ashley Ray, Adam Busby, Wendy O'Loughlin, Joey Stewart, Jason Hawkins, Big Butthorn, Conrad, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Charlie Friday, Alexis Adler, Linda Eklund, Emmy, Joe Velez, John Collins, Amber McVeigh, Amanda King, Trisha Bueller, Sun Loving Mortal, Suzanne Road, Lauren Waller, Jadinklage Morgoon, Jen Robinson, Kalisha Reeves, Aaron Armstrong, Kevin Strother, Ryan Moore, Ashley Powers, Stephen V, Casey McCain, and of course, Enza. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. And with that, let's get back to it. We cut back to Sun pouring out to Kate that only Michael knows, not her husband. I love the line. It's so on the nose, but have you, have you never lied to a man you've loved? And Kate's like, oh, I do that all the time. Constantly. <laughs> so often. Girl. <laughs> it's like my thing. Kate's like, let me take you under my wing. Hmm, girl, <laughs> I kill people. Uh, <laughs> Hurley, <laughs> Hurley asks Jen uh, if he speaks English and then he does the your, your wife's hot, hot. <laughs> test. <laughs> and then he makes Hurley eat a sea urchin, which is that supposed to like counteract the venom if you get it in your body, building up a top. Well, what is that? So I don't truly, I don't really know what this is about. I feel like this might also be Jen's way of like, hey, I offered you this thing and you shot me down. So you think Hurley's correct that he was offended and this is his test oh, yeah. again? I think yeah. so. And eat is, it and if, I will feed if you. you. Eat it. Yeah. If you eat it, you we're, we're cool. And I just love how he gives it to him and it looks like a little shot glass. Like take the gloop. Yeah. Take the gloop. <laughs> take it. Because you know that's shit. Pass the lips. And runny. Down the hatch. And he throws up the sea yeah. urchin. And, uh, but and Jen looks really. At the same time. <laughs> does he? No. <laughs> Jen looks really like sympathetic. What if Jen's a sympathetic vomiter? He's like, oh no. Oh, me too. <laughs> uh, and we cut back to Jack giving Charlie his medicine. I think it's aspirin. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, I cannot leave that scene without chastising you. How dare you not say Hurley Hurls? Oh. It was right there. Oh. It was right there. You know, Hurley you're always hurls. there to back me up if I miss a, a low-hanging fruit. That's a good one. <laughs> that's my, that's my jam. A low-hanging papaya. Low-hanging guava. <laughs> uh, Jack gives Charlie his aspirin and he checks on him mentally as well. And Charlie's still whiny, right? Oh, am I doing good? I'm stuck on a fucking island. I lost my pregnant friend. It's week two of heroin withdrawal, which, by the way, week two is you're done. You're done. <laughs> There's no more withdrawal. Um <laughs> and then he asks him about Locke. And then Charlie's like, oh, Locke? Locke's my dude. We got, you got beef with Locke? You he's, got beef with me. He's like, he I don't care how life. weird he is. Yeah, he acknowledges. I think he's weird as fuck. Super scary. Probably up to some super shady shit. But, but he I, saved my life. I like him. Yeah. yeah. I have absolute faith in Locke to save us all, in fact. Right. And then Jack's like, hmm. Um, interesting, interesting that you don't like the doctor as much. <laughs> yeah. uh, really weird. I only walked from the caves to give you an aspirin. Yeah, no big deal. Guess I don't care. Yeah, you and the rash guy, super ungrateful. Matter. It's fine. Michael, uh, we come to Michael, who is super The ecstatic. first time that we see him, this whole episode. And he's like looking in a box and somebody off camera, I think Smiling. it's Harley. He's like, oh, you found your own bag, man. Cool. <laughs> but it's not cool. like, it's it's like, it's a wooden box, right? Yeah, like a memory something box? something sentimental. Yeah. He's just um, smiling at it. like. Oh, you can use your own toothbrush. That's neat. And he sees Walt playing with the dog. And, and like, it's like kind of a touching moment where he's like maybe a little content. 
-hmm. his fatherhood or something. I don't know what they were trying to give us there, but I got it. (laughs) And Hurley gives him his papaya. And then, because he's like, yeah, man, you definitely had, I eat lots of those. I've been shitting papayas constantly. (laughs) And Jen gives Hurley a fish and it's already been cleaned and prepared for him. And Hurley's like, thanks, man. Oh, you ever tried pineapple on pizza, man? And then Um, she goes back to sun. And and, like, I just wish, I I wish we could have known what Jen says to sun in that moment because she gives them like, oh, you. Yeah, they have, they're so happy. They have a good moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jack's Kate, like, they look so happy. Does Jack say that or does he say that Kate looks happy? I couldn't tell. I think Jake, Jake, think Jack, Jake. <laughs> Jake from State Farm. Yeah. Uh, Jack says that they look happy yeah. to Kate. And yeah. Kate says happy. Uh, Kate's he, like, okay. <laughs> and he gives her guava seeds. He does. He does the classic like, offering. hey, girl, hold out your hand. Yeah. And he puts his dick in it. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Saeed taught me what this move. What is this? A tiny stick? I used to have, when I was younger, I used to have several hand-based moves when I was on a date with someone. Uh-huh. Right? Like, okay. Go uh, on. I would, hold, I would hold my hand out like this. I'm like, hey, could you hold this for me? Acting like I had something in my hand. And they would like put their hand down. And I was like, thanks. And you, would, and you would hold their hand. And hold their hand. Dang. Does that work? It did. <laughs> <laughs> Once. <laughs> Nice. I, got, no, I think I'm I got three. three right, I'm three for three on that number. one. Dang. Is that how you pulled Erica? No. <laughs> <laughs> Set the bar. I'm no, your hand. I'm no longer in high school. Nice. <laughs> that shit won't work anymore. That's nice. Uh, we cut to, to Boone and Shannon, maybe lost. And uh, he said he's defending Locke, even though he's in his mind tied them both up, right? Only Locke's the only one who has a clue what's going on out here. Look, we found a piece of metal. Which is a terrible way to describe to her. Like, it's yeah. his fault. He misled her at first. She's like, a piece of metal? No, it's, it's a hatch. Like the thing Rose was carrying last episode? <laughs> no, something cooler. Like, right. a, like a door? That's what a hatch is, Shannon. <laughs> um, I've been doing shit. And then we get like a crazy jump scare where the monster thing. And Bro. I, I meant to rewind it and sl- slow frame it because it's like we kind of see the monster. I did, I did that. I went was back. Was it like a leg? or I mean, No, what? The, there were two trees and the monster just like... Ripped the two trees out of the ground. Oh, it was trees. It was trees. Dang. Yeah. I was like, oh. And they they run. (laughs) What were you? I was like, oh. And Shannon gets (laughs) snatched up. And that's the end of that scene. Back in the past. That was so funny. She got ripped up and all you just, you just see her feet exit. Like, like camera left. (laughs) (laughs) Was she wearing Saeed's shoes? No. Those ugly ass (laughs) shoes. Uh, back in the past, so Shannon comes to Boone's hotel oh. and she tells him that Brian took the money and left. Brian. And he's like, oh, the player Brian. got played. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and she's like, I know why you always come because you're in love with me. And then I put, as I said earlier, ha 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 ha. They fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the afterward, they cut to like post coitus and he's just like shell shocked. <laughs> that framing was so interesting. Yeah. She's like, was this was this a different director than normal? Uh, actually, I don't know that off the top of my head. I because I was quick. I was very because I thought there was something wrong with like the like I thought it was paused. My t- I thought my TV was paused on like that frame. Like it was paused on like this weird frame, and then it was going to turn into like light. But no, he was he was crouched in front of the in like the forefront of the camera for like yeah, and he's like still seconds. naked like traumatized yeah she's and like, she's like fully clothed put like, your pants on dude she's like smoking a cigarette like right. don't be a baby about this get, don't be a bitch get, yeah get it together and put your clothes on we're gonna go back and never talk about this it's not a big deal but it, it, it to like, me oh, it you're was in a, charge it was a very like 
I don't know. It was a very like stylistic choice for that. And it was something very different than what we've seen. Yeah. Before. I mean, they're framing it for the future too. Like this is something that really bothers Boone yeah. and not Shannon. And he has a lot more feelings wrapped up in it than she does. She's mm-hmm. kind of manipulative. I mean, the way they're painting Shannon is yeah, not great. Bit. Yeah. Not great. Cause I mean, she just hustled him for $50,000. Not for the first time. But also like, I mean, the backstory there is, you know, we don't know the context of Boone's mom. Like, was she, there's a little bit of an allusion to like, she doesn't give Shannon anything, any support. Yeah. So yeah. there might be some underlying story she's there that we're not familiar to with. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I just I really like the the last couple shots, like you said, with him staring there shell shocked and that mm-hmm. tight shot of him looking ahead and the way that she says, like, hey, we can we'll, we'll just go, go back. We'll go back to how it was. We'll go to LA and we'll go back to normal. <clears throat> and he said something like it, it it's all up to you. Like yeah. just mm-hmm. just he just he's just so upset about it. He's very resentful. And then back in the present, uh Boone's looking for Shannon. The river's filled with blood, and he Bro. sees Shannon's broken body on the rocks, mauled. And at that moment I knew that he was going to find her alive and well back at the camp. I was confused. Like I knew that was going to happen, but I also was kind of like, oh, maybe there's this weird like island thing where she's brought back to life. Like they have to bury her. And then she like, like a pet cemetery. cemetery. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought when they found Charlie, quote unquote, dead. I was yeah. like, oh, he's going to be alive somehow, but it's yeah. because he comes back. Sometimes right. dead is better. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go down that road. <laughs> um, and then Boone gets back to find Locke sitting at a campfire clearly waiting on him and he tries to stab Locke and Locke like flips him over and he's like, calm down, boy. You know, I'm on top usually. <laughs> There's no blood on you. If you found her dead, where's the blood? And uh, you can hear Shannon alive, having a great time with Saeed in the background. Wearing those shoes. I love those <laughs> shoes so much. Was she wearing them? No. Uh, and Locke says that he drugged him. I, I do think that there is some kind of admission there to the hallucinogens. And uh, he's like, how'd you feel when you thought she was dead though? And Boone's like relieved and Locke's like, That's yes, deep. I knew it. No girls allowed at the hatch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Boys only. Boys only club. Only weebelows allowed here. And then he says, follow me and lose the pants. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> and thus another mysterious force of the island revealed. That's right. Amazing. That was so, good. I had such a good time with this episode. So now we get to Beach Please. Beach Steve, please. do you got anything for us? Beach Please. Uh, this is the part of the episode where I tell you little trivia tidbits and whatnots about bits and we, bits. Tits, tids and bits. Tits and uh, bits. <laughs> <laughs> about the episode we just watched. Uh, guys, I don't have anything for you. Oh. Uh, the I, I was looking up some trivia that, we, that came up in this episode. A lot of the things are things we either already have talked about or would be spoilers to talk about now mm-hmm. uh the only thing i could really say um is that originally shannon and boone were not supposed to be fucking <laughs> mm-hmm. uh they actually decide carlton cues who is the uh producer of lost he came up with the idea like why don't they fuck because they were trying to think of a way to make it their relationship more interesting he probably mm-hmm. watched the previous two episodes and was like Seems like you guys are leaning toward them fucking. <laughs> well, he, they had mentioned that in the pr- previous episodes as they were making it, their chemistry was giving off old married couple vibes. And yeah. so that's where he got the idea of like, well, why don't they have like a sexual relationship and not just be brother and sister? Yeah. And so they kind of 
reworked. Manufactured the stepsister thing. Yeah, and this was kind of going in conjunction with the 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 plot, the plan to make Boone a more central, important character. Because we've talked about before how like a lot of the stuff that Boone and Shannon have done so far in the series were supposed to be given to characters that don't exist. And so mm. they had been kind of actively trying to make Boone and Shannon more interesting, more integral to the plot. And mixed with the idea that they had, they wanted to make them a more sexual uh, relationship that they have. I think this is like the first episode where all those ideas are finally coming together. And for the from this from here on out, I think Boone especially is much more integral to the story. And uh, yeah, it's exciting to go from. Hmm. That has been Beach Please <laughs> from <laughs> your boy Steve. From your boy Steve. Amazing trivia. Now it's time for our Mile High Club moments, our top three favorite moments from the episode. Madison, lead us with your number three moment. Uh, my number three <laughs> is uh, Hurley telling Jen to pee on his foot. Mm. I just, mm. I loved the comic relief of all of those scenes with Jen and Hurley, um, especially the one where he's like telling him to pee on his foot, followed by your wife's hot. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I got a kicked out, kick out of it. I have, I feel like we haven't seen those two characters together a whole bunch. So it was just nice to see them together and interacting the way that they were. Absolutely. Steve, you're number three. Uh, my number three is the last scene of the episode and the, the lock leaning in and Boone, what did you see? And I just really like the cryptic nature of the lock character. And then there's finally one other person on this island that can sort of relate to lock in some way. Cause he's always been kind of off on his own by himself. He's not really connected to a lot of people except for maybe Charlie. Uh, but now we've got another person that's kind of sort of introduced to the mystical element of the island. And I, th- I'm, I'm very excited for uh, what that'll bring. And just like you said, Terry O'Quinn's a diamond and he can like make the most ridiculous thing. Like where's the blood? Just even the most ridiculous line of dialogue that that character might have the way Terry O'Quinn delivers it. It's just so believable. Yeah, and he's you're the just- best actor in the show, I think. Yeah, you're just enwrapped by that character, and it's all the way he's playing him. He's just aloof, mysterious. Is he bad? Is he the ultimate good guy? You don't really know, and that's why the character's so interesting, and and uh, I just like that scene a lot with him and Boone. I agree. I'm going to give number three to uh, Jack and Locke, which I think is just a fun pairing, as I said. It's kind of mm-hmm. like the two different leaders uh, in this almost theocracy that's developing. You know, you've got like the Pope and the King, um, and it's just fun to see them interact and and Locke is just so immune to everybody's bullshitty. I mean, he has no fear, right? Um, he's, he's capable of taking care of himself. So Saeed doesn't mess with him, you know, and, but they all kind of, I don't know, all of the other type A's scared of him. Yeah. All the other type A's are kind of like, uh, this is a wild card. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel like even Sawyer would be very hesitant to even sarcastically play with this guy. Right. Um, and I just think that's a fun dynamic. So that's my number three, Jack and Locke Madison, your number two. My number two is Steve's number three, which is Boone learning that everything he experienced was a hallucination or an illusion, whatever. Um, I just think it was a good reveal, um, especially to go through something super intense as the audience, like, holy shit, like Shannon's dead. Like, no way. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the whole conversation with Locke about the blood and then just kind of spiraling that into them going into the forest. Um, But yeah, that was my number two. Steve, your number two. My number two is actually, we, we swapped twos and threes. Uh, my my number two is uh, Hurley and Chin and Hurley just pee, pee on it. Foot. Foot, pee, pee on my foot, dude. Like that's such a, just a really funny delivery. Yeah. Uh, Hurley's just 
the best. He's I awesome. feel like every episode, I just I look forward to seeing who is Hurley paired paired with. Because so far, every single pairing Hurley's had uh, has always been really enjoyable. Like him and uh, Sawyer a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. He and Charlie when they were doing the golf outing, and now we get Hurley and Jen, and it's just as fun as everything else. And and Daniel Day Kim as Jen, like even in that scene, his acting I think is really really good as this guy who doesn't understand what Hurley's saying, but also he gets the point across. Like I, you're not. Go, you're not going to fish well, little boy. Please, yeah. please leave. Like, let let the men fish, all right? I know what I'm doing. You clearly don't. But you can hang around and try to throw your little sticks with uh, fabric, with a T-shirt. Yeah, sure, yeah. you can try. Uh, but I really like that episode. I, I love those characters a lot. Uh, my number two is the same as yours in the in Madison's number three. The interaction between Hurley and Jen is awesome. I do love the character of Jen. I think it's one, one of the most interesting backstories. Um, in fact, if I was going to watch a movie, of anybody's backstory, it would be Jen and son, hands down, mm. you know, uh, I would, that's, that is my shit. And, uh, one. but then like the whole, your wife's hot. Like that's, it's funny. I, <laughs> that's, that's me. That's my jam. Uh, so that's my number two, Madison. I, dun, dun, dun. I can't imagine we don't all have the same number one, <laughs> but Madison, what is your number one? Well, I don't know. Mine might be different. <laughs> um, mine was the, uh, the Boone and Shannon, tie up slash monster attack sequence. I knew you guys were going to pick the other one. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we're Uh, on the same page so far. (laughs) uh, Or I I did have the morning after scene between Shannon and Boone on there as well. There were a lot of scenes to pick from, honestly, but I, I don't know. I, I liked the, just the, the action part of it, the monster being there. Cause we haven't really had many people interact with the monster up until this point. So it was just nice to see that. Also, I enjoyed the the tying up. That was very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You're gonna write it in your pirate journal later, <laughs> maybe. Um, but yeah, that was that was my number one. Steve, your number one. Oh well, you know, actually, I think my number one and your number one might be the same thing. I hope. So. Judging, it's it's when Boone and Shane had fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hey, I love love. I don't know if this is love, but I love it. <laughs> it's on one side. It's on one side, yeah. And I think the 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 acting's really great in the scene and just mm-hmm. the way that mm-hmm. <laughs> Sure. You know, yeah. I think mm-hmm. it is. I, I think Ian Summerholder is a very attractive man. Uh-huh. I could see I would love to just watch 90 minutes of him brooding in a dark room <laughs> with those piercing blue eyes. And that that shaggy hair. Oh my gosh, I, I I'm all about it. Yeah. Uh but but I also think the scene Specifically, the post-coital scene, um, uh, I think, again, I've said it a couple of times this episode, is like the most artfully done cinematography that the show's had so far, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion. Like, you could see that in a 24 movie trailer right now. And uh, and I just really, it instantly makes these characters so much more interesting. And you, it's just kind of like, what is this? Like, even if you don't like this scene, you have to admit, like, it definitely changes the whole dynamic that these two characters have yeah. and also their relationship to the entire show. And it's kind of jaw dropping. It's kind of <laughs> crazy. And I fucking love it for it. I can't wait for the next episode for it to not be addressed amongst everybody else. <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, they fucking, they fucked. Oh my God. They grew up together. They like, fucked. Imagine from this point on every time Shannon is like hitting on Saeed the whole time. You're like, where's Boone? <laughs> Boone's watching. Is Boone watching? Boone's definitely watching. Is Boone actually over it or is he going to be watching still? He's watching. Oh, wow. I accidentally read a spoiler. Oh, no. <gasps> no. 
It's not really, but it kind of is if you take it far enough. But it says this is the only Boone-centric episode in the entire series, mm. is what Lostopedia says. Thanks. Lostopedia. Yeah, I wanted to share my pain with you. Thank you. But how many Shannon episodes are there? I didn't look. I so I uh, I agree with you. I, I just think for, if you step step back from a writing perspective, the 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 balls to do this in two thousand and four, you know, this is ahead of its time. This yeah. this is smutty. This is trashy. This is great. You know, and this was a risk. So kudos to whoever Colin or whatever Carlton Carlton Cuse. they they leaned into the obvious I feel like when everyone thought the obvious they weren't going to go the obvious but you weren't route. allowed to speak it you know what I mean like nowadays I think I think you're looking at it from a lens of 2023 you know you're on a, you're watching a Netflix show it's like oh they fucking you know what I mean whereas in, in 2004 you're, you're this is ABC you're sitting down at night right. seven o'clock you had a tough day at work I don't think that's occurring to you I don't, I don't think you're thinking they fucking. Yeah. Yeah, if, you, if you look at reviews of this episode from the time, a lot That's of what I was is, trying to is, do when is, I found the spoiler is people are like, this is this is gross. And you're just it's it, like people thought it was like super che- a cheap way to make boring characters somewhat more mm-hmm. interesting by it being like a shock value thing, which I think there's some merit to that criticism for sure. sure. But, but I'm in at the same but time. I'm like I'm in. Like, <laughs> it worked. Yeah. 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 It's like the episode where we talked about like, oh, it was just zooming in on Kate's ass. It's male gazy. You're just trying to yeah. throw some candy in there. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I hear you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it worked. But. <laughs> but also I was, again, all form of perspective. Like when I really started paying attention to TV, like in my late teens, the stuff that I was watching was kind of progressing Away from that, if that makes sense. The male gaze or the sex well, with just the siblings? The male- <laughs> Both. <laughs> well, actually, no. Like, I, I feel like not that there is a common theme of, like, step siblings sleeping with each other. But there were shows that had plots like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is back to, like I said, Brady Bunch did in the 60s. Yeah. And, and I feel like didn't the Fosters also have, like, Fosters of- Home for Imaginary Friends? No, the oh. ABC Family Show. No, I never watched the Fosters. I, I don't know. But anyway, like, There's so... War of the Roses. So I can understand, like, you guys being... I don't know how old you are in 2004, but... 16? Sh- sh- but, like, you're, that's your interpretation of, like, prime TV, and then my interpretation of prime TV. So it's just, like, my interpretation of this television is going to be different. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I just... I, I think it was a bold move and, and oh at the time absolutely and i love it like i just didn't see it coming but it and opened the doors for so many more step sibling relationships <laughs> oh yeah yeah this episode walked so cersei and jamie lannister could uh, run actually <laughs> i know the, the, the books came out first yeah, but it was already on out. tv <laughs> sure yeah uh and some so I'll, I'll pull some quotes of people who reviewed this episode at the time uh ryan mcgee from zap to it uh, oh characterized the episode as quote having a weak backstory with a creeptastic ending. Creeptastic. <laughs> Although he enjoyed Lockford being quote incredibly sage and incredibly terrifying all at once. Mm. Uh, it, in the in Finding Lost, the unofficial guide, Nikki Stafford critiqued the writers for having some of the characters act. In, oh, this is the Jack and Kate being jokey and sweet. Uh, and then someone from uh, the Houston Chronicle. Uh, Teresa Odell, I think that's how you pronounce it. She called it, quote, profoundly weird and described it as a transition episode. Uh, But I guess she went back and reviewed it after all the episodes came out and she praised the lovely uh, lovely exploration of Boone's character. So I guess like over time, her opinion like changed. Like, oh, actually, this is a good exploration of this. It is a turning point and I'm excited. Yeah, I think it's great. Now it's like 
I have more faith that they could surprise me again, you know, and not just in mystical ways uh, where they can kind of deus ex machina my shock, but in like character ways, you know? So now I'm interested to see like, remember that lost season one episodes ranking list we found? Yeah. I'm interested to see where this one is. If I had to guess, Ooh, probably mid tier. It's 23rd out of 25. So they hate on it. The IMDb wow. ranking. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It's up. See there. I, so I just have a different kind of taste. <laughs> yes. I'm literally, because that other episode I had very high as well. The one was it 12? Uh, the way we talked about it. And I was like, I whatever, love it. Whatever the case may be. Yeah. yeah I like yeah. whatever the case may be. And I love hearts and minds. Yeah. I'm looking up seven most inappropriate sibling relationships in TV and movies. Okay. Uh, surprisingly, Shannon and Boone are not on it, but They're Rosalie. Like, they were down for that. Rosalie, Emmett, Jasper, and Alice from Twilight. Uh <laughs> Do you remember? Do you They're guys not even really siblings? Did you guys know that? Well, neither are Shannon and, exactly. and Boom. But wow. um, did you guys ever watch the show Life with Derek? No, no. Well, that was another show of my, that I grew up watching. But the their families are joined together by the mom and the dad, like Mary. a Brady. Yeah, and the sexual tension between the two of them was absolutely <laughs> crazy. Luther and Allison Hargreaves from the Umbrella Academy. Oh yeah, Brandon oh, Foster yeah. and Callie Adams Foster from the Fosters. Uh. Cesare and Lucrezia Bordry from the Bordry. I don't know who those characters are. Norma Bates and Caleb Calhoun from Bates Motel. And then Cersei and Jamie Lannister's Game of Thrones. Number one. Yeah. Number one. That's definitely highly inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But with the murder and all the other. <laughs> the things I do for love. Who uh, shoves child out window? Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> Episode fucking one. I know. But it's <laughs> crazy. I love that show. <laughs> Um, yeah. So now it's time for our passenger princess, our favorite performance of the episode. We'll go around the room one last time. Madison. Mine is Ian Summerholder. Mr. Boone. Mr. Boone himself. A lot of physical acting, a lot of emotional sex scene acting. (laughs) (laughs) So, and obviously he. I love that little like eye roll when she, when she kissed his ear. Yeah. I was like, there you go. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> like, but it, it was really well oh. done. It was like a, I've been waiting so long for this kind of, you know, it was, I thought it was salacious. It was certainly Stop, worth that. Don't, but do. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Stop, don't lower, come back. Lower, mm-hmm. higher. It's lower. what I imagine Steve and I's union will one day be, mm. you know, just Steve, stop. We're supposed to be editing. I'll be like, it's okay. <laughs> It's okay. He'll say, hold out your hand. <laughs> Can, Can you, you hold, hold on this, to this for me? <laughs> Steve, who are you nominating? Um, you know, I for a while I considered giving it to either Daniel Day Kim or Yunjin Kim, uh, son or Jin, mm-hmm. just because I, I really liked their their act, uh, son for being discovered that she speaks English and then Jin for not speaking English. Like, I just like that subtlety. But at the end of the day, I just keep going back to Ian Summerholder's like thousand yard stare post coitus. And like, I, I just think that's such a striking image and he's a striking man. And I really just want to give it to Ian Summerholder. I, I really do. want to give it to Ian Summerholder. <laughs> so I'm going to give it to him. We're so close to a we all everybody because uh, I think I think Ian Summerholder is not the obvious choice. That sounds condescending, but like it, it, he deserves it. You know, like it's very, very good performance, but I just, I have to give it yet again to Terry O'Quinn. Yeah. I think, I think that reviewers said it very well. He's both sage and terrifying because he is, he's a scary man, you know, in a way that I think is such a subtle performance to, to, to kind of 
balance on that tightrope. Um, and he does it so well and it's so oh, entrancing. I want to change my vote now. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think he's like the, the MVP of the show, you know, he's holding it all together on as far as like the, the mystery and the intrigue. Um, and for good reason, because his character again is the only person who knows for a fact that there's something supernatural occurring here because he can walk. Right. Yeah. And nobody else. So he has a, a leg up over everyone else. Come God on. damn it. Come on, guys. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'll give it to you. So I'm giving it to Terry O'Quinn. And that brings us to I our like lost and found. I mean, we on the one hand, we definitely have more mysteries added. But do we? We still don't know what's in the hatch. Um, we don't really know what. We've already talked about the hatch. Locks yeah. deal is. The yeah, only one that I had added was what was in Michael's luggage. That oh, that's true. Smile. That's true. What's in Michael's luggage. I think that'll, be, that'll probably be a small mystery solved very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'd be funny if it wasn't, if it was like a, when we finally get Michael's the heart of the ocean from Titanic or something, we're like, what? And it's like this, <laughs> this huge thing. So yeah. What's in Michael's luggage? Um, what's in the box? What's in the box? In the box? Yeah. Um, it's Charlie Theron's head. Can Jin speak English? Can Jin speak English? Is that, okay? I mean, I feel like he can't cause Steve's seen the show well, before he's, he's telegraphing, but mm-hmm. I do think that it was a little, nebulous in this episode okay okay i'll does write it down Harley poop <laughs> does he finally go poop i think he, he it's the opposite of constipation this is his issue i think it's diarrhea ah uh, i see i see yeah yeah but a lot of the other because there's I a think, lot of fiber and fruit there is i think a lot of the the mysteries that are brought up in this episode are sort of rehashed from the previous it's a lot of like what is block steel what is the monster yeah um is jack bipolar might be a question. Oh, definitely. Because he's just suddenly like, hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. We're best friends. I love you. I know you kill people, but you're hot. You're hot. <laughs> I love what Which you, is fair. You really pull off the shaggy. It's what I call the poison ivy effect. <laughs> the oh, green no. and the brown pants really do it for me. Mm-hmm. Same. Love it. Green shirt, brown pants. <laughs> that, that fatigue look. Uh, that brings us to the close of our coverage of episode 13 next week. Look forward to episode 14, of course. Uh, but this week, later on, you're going to get us to, to, to hear us review The Other Sister. From 1999. From 99. One of the best year in film. One of years in film. It's so a, there's a that. year in film. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's coming up next week. And if you if you missed it, check out the wrapped episode, which is our highlights. The fan voted best moments of the show from 2023. Steve put a ton of work into that. The patrons put a ton of work in flagging those moments. So fun. And it is a treat. Uh, We love you all. Thank you so much for listening. But we've got to go return some videotapes. My name is Chris. Chris Laser. (laughs) My name is Madison. And I'm Steve. (laughs) And this was Streaming Things. And that is for sure. Happy streaming. You ready? Ready. Can I call you daddy? I I wish you would. Daddy top Steve. Definitely about him. Yeah. (laughs) Daddy bottom Steve. He's done when I tell him he's done. (laughs) Can I be done? (laughs) No. I have stuff I gotta I I gotta gotta go to the the bank. (laughs) I go to the bank.